Thank you for downloading this podcast from Abrupt Audio. You can find more episodes of this and many other podcasts at abruptaudio.com. Subscribe today to get the next episode automatically. We haven't talked much gaming stuff recently on the podcast. It's all been iPhones and computers and loads of other stuff, but not gaming stuff. And personally, I think that needs to be rectified. It needs to be rectified right now on this episode, isn't it, Martin? Absolutely. What are we talking about today? We're talking about the PS4 Slim. Oh yeah, the much-rumoured PS4 Slim. We have some information about it, so let's get stuck into the episode. I'm excited. Roll it. You're listening to the Pixel Podcast. So yeah, I'll agree. The PS4 Slim isn't as exciting of a prospect as uh, the you know PS4K or whatever it is that's been rumoured uh, that's going to be you know bigger and better PS4 um, for uh, VR, but uh, also your 4K content as well, probably to rival um, what Xbox are bringing out in response to it. But PS4 Slim is still an important one, and uh, we weren't going to talk about it before now because it has been much rumoured and talked about. We don't like to talk about too many uh, rumour articles because, um, you know, it just has some misleading information into it, and uh, we like to wait until things are at least a heavy rumour or, um, of course, confirmed. And this is definitely into the first category. Um, it has been officially leaked, and it seems to be one of the most official leaks that's that's out there, and I don't think um, Sony uh, are able to keep their hands on it um, and try and slow down the leak. I think it's just it's just taking its own, <laughs> its own being and sort of running uh, running amok, really. Um, it's, uh, it's basically getting all the views right now. So... Like the PS3 Slim and, of course, the Super Slim models before that, the PS2 Slim and all those, um, it's a smaller, cost-cutting model of their console. So it's supposed to not only be a move for people to be able to buy them cheaper in the shop, but also for Sony to start cutting down on some of the parts. It's normally, you know... It looks a little bit more budget than the, than the full original version of the console does. And to be honest with you, you know, I never thought that the original PS4 needs cutting down. I mean, a small... Obviously... It is obviously welcome, and if you are someone who maybe travels with your PS4 a little bit, likes to take it with you, um, you know, when you you go around from place to place, um, then it's obviously useful. But um, it's, it was never needed because I mean, the PS3 was a behemoth of a console, absolute behemoth of a console, and the PS2 was pretty big as well, and they all I think needed slims, whereas the PS4, I don't know, needs it. But, uh, you know, we're always welcome to iterations and changes. And if it's, uh, you know, going to help Sony's profit margins, which is always a good thing, and help our pockets as well by making a cheap console, then I, I'm, I'm quite happy with that. But Martin, is there much of a big deal about it? I mean, are we are we to be excited about the PS4 Slim? You know, is there anything in there that's uh, that that's actually that interesting? Or is it, you know, is it just, a, like we said, a smaller PS4 console? Well, I don't think it's actually anything to do with the console itself, in my opinion. It's more about the potential leading after this. And it was the same sort of with the PS3 uh, Slim and also when the PS2, like you said, uh, cut down. And obviously there's some small changes to it, which I'm, I'm sure I'll go further into, but like... For one, off the top of my head, I remember that the hard drive is getting moved a little. Yeah. And I, I know, and obviously, as the name suggests, it's a bit smaller. This isn't the PS4K that I know the community really wanted, but it's not the right time. And I see why Sony haven't released that instead, because they do want to release the P PS4K now. So unless, let's just say, a year's time, when the Xbox do, 
it'll be outdated. No one really wants to know about it. So I think this is a smart move to say uh, to the gaming world, look, we're still here, we're still trying to innovate. Like you said, it's cheaper, more affordable. Uh, parts aren't as expensive as they were back when they first made them. So it just keeps it relevant, keeps the ball moving, and maybe, I'm going to say, next year or in 18 months, I can definitely see the PS4K coming out. It'd be the optimal time. Uh, more things have been adapted to 4K, because let's also face it, 4K TVs are still a lot of money, and I know no one who has a, P uh, I was going to say a PS4K, a 4K TV, and it's not the right time. What's the point having a PS4K if no one's got the equipment that can really utilise it? So obviously we have to you know, double confirm that this isn't an official uh, release uh, information or it isn't, you know, it isn't anything from Sony's part of view. It's, it's basically leaked photos that have come out of the box, of the console, all of this. And they look pretty legit. I mean, I don't think anyone's saying that they're not legit. They look really, really legit. And um, a lot of people have been studying the box and trying to figure things out. Now, the interesting thing is that the Xbox One S, which is the slim version of the Xbox One that Microsoft um, have brought out, is already out there on the marketplace. Um, they tried to sort of bridge the gap between the Xbox One and what's going to be the future, whatever they call finally, you know, the release of um, the 4K version of the Xbox One. But uh, they, they try to bridge it with the fact that the Xbox One didn't support 4K Blu-rays. So we're not talking about 4K games, just 4K Blu-ray movies. Um, but the Xbox One S does. But from what we can see on the box of the PS4 Slim, there is no mention that there's going to be um, Ultra HD Blu-ray support. For instance, there's no mention of it on the packaging that it supports 4K, there's no 4K writing. And as a second uh, hint that there's going to be no 4K Blu-ray support, uh, there's no mention of HDMI 2.0 cable on the box either. And you need HDMI 2.0 to be able to support enough bandwidth going of the HDMI cable, much um, enough data going over um, to be able to play 4K movies. So if this is true, I'm a tiny bit concerned that uh, it might not be as quite as competitive as the Xbox One S because uh, Microsoft have really been trying to up their game and obviously trying to win back some people um, from the abysmal, let's be honest, the abysmal start they had at the start of the Xbox One's life cycle. But, you know, I, I hope that, you know, I hope there's something that I don't know whether um, Sony were just planning on cutting back as much as possible and just trying to basically sell it cheaply and trying to just completely undercut Microsoft as much as possible and just know that on the shelves, because often this is the case when it's, you know, when it's parents buying it for kids on the shelves, it, they don't know the difference and they'll see one that's cheap, considerably cheaper than the other and go, well, you know, my, is my son going to be really that much disappointed he's got this and not that? Let's just buy him the one that's cheaper and save ourselves some money. Do you think that's going to, do you think if, if that is the case, Martin, let's just, we were all talking hypotheticals here, but if it is the case that there's no 4K in it, do you think that could be the reason why that they may not include it? I think it's a big thing. I mean, I remember um, when I got my PS1, um, that was the cheapest option for me, and that's why my mum got me the PS1. And that was the PS1 Slim version itself. So obviously, it's a massive thing. So, like you said, some parents, they don't give a what's it, what sort of specs are on it. As long as it's cheaper, they'll get that one. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And I will say, very uh, question for you. Now that we've had like, the official launch to Xbox uh, Slim, and obviously we know the specs and differences... Do you think PS4 are worried or not? I don't think they're very, very worried, no, because if you own a PS4, which a lot of people already do, there's no reason to jump over in particular. There's nothing exciting there. And as you said, Martin, a lot of people, 
at the moment don't have 4K TVs or, um, you know, or are bothered enough to um, not only, uh, you know, ha say if they own a 4K TV, they then have to buy the 4K Blu-rays as well. And I think we're in an age at the moment where people don't want to buy Blu-rays that much anymore. It's not that big of a deal. And things like Netflix are supporting 4K natively. Um, but of course, with the PS4, you'd need, you still need the PS4 to support the 4K output, which it isn't doing at the moment. But I don't know. I think at the moment, that's the only benefit I can honestly see. And I think people are buying a PS4. You know, Sony, this is what Sony stuck to at the start. The PS4 has much been a gaming console first and an entertainment console second. But it still has done a very good job at an entertainment console. You know, I'm not going to deny them that. Um, you know, Microsoft's been trying to backpedal and sort of respin it around and say, no, we are a gaming console first. Um, but I think, you know, the people who are looking for the PS4, um, you know, if, if people are just looking in terms of how it's done, you know, and what it's been strong at, it's been very, very strong at a gaming console. So, you know, I think that in the slim in the slim worlds where they both do 1080p gaming, well, I'm not going to go into the detail, not quite 1080p on some games and et cetera, et cetera. It's always upscaled and what have you. But, you know, 1080p output, let's say that. Um, you know, does it does it really matter? Is it going to be big of a difference? I don't know. I don't know how much 4K Blu-ray is really a spinner for a lot of people. I don't think it is much of a spinner for a lot, but that's how I feel. Um, so I don't think it's going to be a much of a bigger deal. I, I my, my strong gut, and this is all we can go on at the moment, is gut feeling and thoughts, is that uh, they're going to try and undercut um, the Xbox One Slim. Because, I mean, they basically, you know, they could have rushed it out if they wanted to, Sony, but I think they probably, knowing them, purposely waited for Microsoft to release theirs and knew that they would release rush to release theirs more than Sony would because they wanted to, you know, try and uh, still combat um, the success of the PlayStation 4. You know, we can't, we can't deny that it's done so extremely well um in comparison so i think sony 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 can play it cool a little bit they can you know take their time on it and do what they want to do with it you know if they i think uh i think they have that room to do that now i think they they've you know earned that uh that space whereas microsoft have to really watch everything they do because one little thing you know could be a big difference for them i want to quickly add on to what you said previously about xbox one saying no we are still a gaming console Mm -hmm. I've looked at three or four articles already. The first thing they say about the Xbox S is the TV settings are key. The TV settings are on point. Um, Netflix is Ultra HD. And there's hardly anything about games in there. So how could you say that if like the Xbox S clearly looks like an old VCR and also just talks about TV. How can you possibly say, oh yeah, but we are still a gaming console, but that's a rant for a different day, I think. I don't want to get yeah, too straight I, I mean, into it. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. And I think, you know, Microsoft has still got that little focus on it. But, I mean, the argument is, if you compare them both side by side and one does 4K TV stuff and one doesn't, and apart from that, they don't do an awful lot, hell of a lot different. It's just personal preference and a lot of things. You can't you can't compare something very easily when a lot of, a lot of it's personal preference in terms of menus and usability and things like that. Um, I think, you know, it is you know, it's almost a tiny bit of a smart move for Microsoft to have at least some extra features in it. So if you do have a 4K TV and do care about it, it might be important to you. Um, but I think... Let's let's see what happens. I mean, when the official announcement comes, which I think won't be long. I think it'll be a matter of a couple of weeks. Um, Sony do have a um, a talk coming up very very soon. A PS meeting on September the seventh. 
I think we can be pretty sure that they're going to talk about it then and officially confirm all the details. You know, we may be, we may be proven on there might be 4K output on it, but they've just not done it on the box. Or if someone has got hold of the box, they might have got hold of a um, an old mock-up because often ha what happens is um, there's some pre-release stock made to send out to different people and it'll be a pre-release box that might just have the base information on but not gone into very much detail or might be missing a few things. You know, these are all possible things. These are all very, very possible things. Um, but if that is the official box we're seeing, then obviously the PS4 Slim is very, very close around the corner, and that means that people they're already going towards the store stocks ready to be ready to be sold, so they can't be that far off. So either scenario, I guess we're gonna have to wait and see. We'll update you uh, a little bit um, after the 7th of September where the PS meeting is, which I think we'll definitely find out some information then. Uh, but you know, Slim console might be for you if you've been waiting to hold out on the PS4 Slim, you know, if you've been waiting for, you know, just a little little reason to need to buy the PS4 or of course the Xbox Slim, you know, then these are good reasons to buy them. You know, it's a lot smaller. It will have um, better power consumption. It's, you know, it will have some slight little tweaks, but uh, don't expect anything revolutionary, anything game changing. You know, that's, that's coming down the line, but uh, not just yet. A computer lets you make more mistakes faster than any invention in human history with the possible exceptions of handguns and tequila. So there we have it, another episode coming to a close. We hope you've enjoyed listening to it. We've definitely, of course, enjoyed making it. If you do want to hit that subscribe button, if you are new and haven't hit that subscribe button, uh, wherever it is you're listening, whether that's on iTunes or Stitcher, Spotify, you can follow us on there as well now, then uh, definitely if you do so, you'll get uh, all the episodes delivered directly to your device uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday as well. And Martin, you know, these are really, really high quality podcasts. Uh, you think you'd have to pay a lot of money money for these podcasts. Uh, how much do you think that, uh, you know, we, we kind of retail these for? Well, Ben, you know, after talking to our marketing team, they said it should be absolutely free. Absolutely free. Absolutely free. Well, that is a bargain. That is an absolute bargain. So I think anyone would be an idiot not to subscribe, really, and continue listening. Uh, absolutely idiot, to be honest with you. So, uh, so yeah, uh, just, just putting that out there. Abrupt Audio are our owners and producers and make some wonderful other podcasts just like this one. So if you do want to go check out some more podcasts, if you're uh, possibly into martial arts, there's a martial arts podcast for you. If you're into football, there's a football podcast for you. And there's many other podcasts as well, which I can't think of the top of my mind. But check them all out, abruptaudio.com. They're all on there, including, of course, our podcast. You can find more information about this episode and many episodes just like it, abruptaudio.com forward slash pixels, P-I-X-3-L. If you'd like to listen to your podcast on the go, don't forget you can take us on the go with you. We're on the podcast app for iOS, on Stitcher for Android, and of course now on Spotify as well. Check us all out there, follow us, subscribe to us in all the right places, and get the podcast Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays when we release them. With that, we thank you very much for listening. We appreciate your love, attention, support, and of course, your time giving up with your ears to listen to what we have to say. Uh, Martin, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you very much. Always a pleasure. You know of that. Of course, it is always a pleasure. And we will see you guys on the next episode, which will be on Friday. So stay tuned for that. With that, bye. <laughs> see you later. Thank you. Bye. You've been listening to the Pixel Podcast. Thank you and good night. Or as they say in gamer speak, GGNORE.